Welcome to Breakthrough with Brig, the podcast that teaches high-achieving Black women how to use thought work to break through barriers, get out of their own way, and become their best self in the most loving and sustainable way. Y'all ready? Let's dig in. podcast is sponsored by Brick Johnson Coaching. Hey, I have some exciting news for all of my high achieving women out there. That's right. I get the emails and DMs from you guys saying you wish you were my target market. I understand. We need great allies too. And we need allies with well-managed minds. Well, I've listened. So this offer is for you too, because it's a one-on-one offer. So if you're feeling stressed and overwhelmed, you're a woman of color or not, or an ally. If you're tired of feeling like you can't do more, I'm here to help. My one-on-one six-month coaching program is designed specifically for you. Together, we will work on strategies to help you manage your stress and help you achieve your goals. Because women quitting on their dreams is just not an option. And this is what my six-month program can do for you. Instead of time management, we will uncover why you manage your time the way you are so that you can prioritize self-care, giving you more time to do the things you love. Are you struggling with imposter syndrome? Are you anxious with a chaotic mind? I get it. We target the root causes of imposter syndrome helping you gain the confidence and self-assurance to pursue your goals and succeed in your career and your personal life? Do you struggle with communication issues, difficulty expressing yourself effectively or asserting your needs professionally or personally? You'll learn to cultivate a positive relationship with yourself. We'll work on the why this issue is for you, why this is happening, helping you resolve the inner conflict so that you can easily take care of the external conflict with others. When it comes to communicating your needs, you don't need another communication class on how to resolve clients' issues. Once you uncover your hidden conditioning, you will have the skills to build stronger, more productive relationship with colleagues, clients, and ultimately leading to greater success and growth in your business and personal life. Listen, if you're a high-level woman ready to cultivate more meaningful and fulfilling relationships, both with yourself and others, and you take your business and professional growth seriously and you want to take it to the next level, you and your relationship with you and your brain is your greatest asset. My coaching program is perfect for you. You don't have to continue putting others first and neglecting your own needs and desires in the process. Because remember, you are your greatest asset. Let's work together to create a life that you enjoy of connection and success. If this interests you, reach out, book a breakthrough call at brickjohnson.com forward slash breakthrough. Again, brigjohnson.com forward slash breakthrough. Look forward to talking to you. Hey guys, 
How are y'all doing? Episode 129. I got a doozy for you today. The discomfort zone. How to embrace discomfort. I notice this happens a lot for my clients. Like one of the biggest things we have as high achieving Black women is not just dealing with and tolerating, but embracing the discomfort zone. I didn't say how to tolerate, how to put up or how to get through. You know what I mean? Like how to rush through the discomfort zone, how to get through it, how to tolerate it, how to grin and bear it, how to grind through. That wasn't the title. The title was made specifically with intention. How to embrace discomfort. But listen, we can only embrace what we are not afraid of. We can only embrace that which we don't fear. So let's talk about why we fear the discomfort zone. Why is it difficult for us to embrace discomfort? Well, you know what I'm going to say. Of course, it's difficult for us, right? Why does discomfort not feel comfy, right? I don't think it's supposed to evolutionary wise, right? Like we were designed to seek comfort, to avoid discomfort, to seek pleasure and to stay the same. That is our survival mechanism. It's in our DNA. But also there are specific societal conditioning and cultural factors that reinforce our desire for comfort. Because listen, when we are faced with discomfort on every horizon, of course, like to add to it would be ludicrous in our minds. Why am I going to seek out more discomfort when I am already close to the edge? Right? Because I haven't learned how to deal with the unresolved stressors in my life and how that has accumulated over time. Now, remember, what I've talked about is stress, is stress are, in a sense, distraction, right? How many times are you distracted from what you are doing because of cultural or conditioning differences? Driving to work, right? Driving to work. And the next thing you know, a police car is riding beside you or behind you. Stressor. Doesn't have to be, but for some of us, culturally, stressor, right? Walk in a store and there is nobody that looks like you in the store. It's a distraction. It may be minimal. Remember my podcast when I talked about like how long you hold the glass of water? The glass of water isn't the thing. It's the length of time you have to hold that glass of water up in the air. Have to hold it for one minute so you can drink out of it is one thing. Having to hold that glass of water as little as weight as that is, having to hold that glass of water 
for 40, 50 years, we become numb, right? Our arm is numb, the supply, like there's aching, there's lactic acid, everything, right? That is the same with the stressors. They may be minimal, but until we bring awareness to them, that's why I'm always talking about our stress levels, no matter how small they are. If we're not bringing a resolution to them, if we're not completing the cycle, just the simple fact of going into a store and you're the only one that looks like you and you look at the salesperson and they ignore you or they follow you all through, either one of them can trigger a stress response, meaning I'm distracted from what I wanted to do, which was go shopping. Now I got to worry about the fact that how come she didn't ask me for help? She think I don't have any money or why is she following me all around? She think I'm going to or he think I'm going to steal something. Why am I being ignored? Right. Neither one of those actually could be true. They may have nothing to do with us. Right. But culturally, we can put ourselves in a situation where we are on heightened awareness. We are hyper-reactive and hypersensitive. So in order to be able to embrace the comfort zone, we have to deal with that. We have to address the psychological and physiological effects of unresolved stress and our ability to expand our discomfort zone. I'm not going to talk about that here, but I just wanted to like, that's one of the things we need to do, right? When we stay in our comfort zone, we can become unfulfilled and stagnant. I had a client who was at a place, high career, director, working her butt off, 12 hour, 14 hour days, taking phone calls at three o'clock in the morning because she had people on the other side of, like in a different time zone, staying up till nine, being prepared, picking up, getting stuff at the last minute, but wanting to look good at the meeting. So staying up all night to be able to look over all the stuff like she did it all. And there was value there, but her company didn't embrace it, didn't understand it, didn't see the value, right? So for her, her comfort zone was actually killing her dream of growing and becoming more to getting a more fulfilling career. It was staying in her comfort zone. Like only thing she could see was she had to make these people see her value as opposed to getting out her comfort zone and going into someone else, putting herself out on the market for people who would see her value. But here's the deal. I think one of the reasons why we don't do this, especially at work, is because that comfort zone of I'm the only one when we're in that and we kind of know who's for us, who's against us. Like we have to look at all those things. Like when we're in that situation, that becomes comfortable. And to go out and do that work all over again at another place feels like that is so stressful for us. I got to go through, I'm the only Black person again. I got to figure out who's on my side, who's against me. I got to like watch my back all the time. But what if we can reduce that stress, right? Which is some of the work we do in Deeply Rooted. But also, 
what if you can embrace that? Because what my client did was exactly that. She put herself on the market. A headhunter contacted her. She went to other companies and she found a company where she got a two-level increase and a $50,000 monetary increase with better benefits, time off, and everything for a company that saw her value. But she had to embrace the discomfort of going into another area, putting herself out there, willingness to feel rejection, interviewing everything. But it paid off because what was happening in the comfort, like we say discomfort can kill you, but I want to say that comfort kills Comfort kills our dreams, our aspirations, our goals. Let me ask you something. What have you been sitting on? That book that you wanted to write, that program you wanted to start, that business you wanted to start, that nonprofit you wanted to start. What have you been sitting on? Is your comfort zone the place where your dreams go to die? Right? Discomfort won't kill you. But what I want to say is comfort or may kill you, but that's what we say, right? I want to say, what is comfort killing, right? What is comfort killing? Let's go back to that thing, that thing that you want to do, that you've been so afraid of doing it, that it's like, I don't know, you don't have any receipts, you have no business thinking this. I want you to get out a sheet of paper and I want you to draw a circle a big circle on this sheet of paper, okay? And within the circle, I want you to identify the comforts versus the discomfort, which is going to be outside the circle. Inside the circle, I want you to write down all of your comforts. My job, I know this. This is not my area. Like, I want you to write down everything that's comfortable inside the circle And then outside the circle, I want you to write all the discomforts. What is it? Like, I don't know this. I don't know enough people in this area. I'm going to have to speak. I'm going to have to get on podcasts. I'm going to have to write. I'm not a good writer. I'm going to have to work longer hours. I'm going to have to work after work in order to do this. I'm going to have to work after the weekend in order to do this. That means I'm going to have to say no to family gatherings. I'm going to have to say no to some friends. I'm going to have to say no to extra sleep, rest, right? I'm going to have to get more organized. I'm going to have to cook and plan my meals in advance. I don't know if I can do that. Like all of the things out of the discomfort Write that outside the circle and all the things that are comfortable, write that in the circle, okay? I want you to name it. Like, here's the deal. While it's this big boogeyman that we can't see, our brain keeps us in confusion and we're just agreeing with it because we've actually never really named it, understood it, or put it out on paper. This is where that stops today. We're going to do this. I want you just to simply take this time to do this. Write down all your comforts. I know where my job is. I know the people. I know I have a parking place, right? If it was the client who, like, I know who my boss is. I know when they're bad and I know when they're not mad. I know the mean girl. She had a mean girl session that was out of this world. It was three of them. Oh my God. 
Like I know the mean girls. I know what to expect. I know how to show up. I know how to how to be prepared for them, right? Like those were all the comforts. The discomfort was the job may find out and then they may have thoughts about me trying to find someplace else. I have to interview. People are going to start judging me. Like start writing down. Oh, it may be a job further away. I may have to move. I don't want to move. Or I may have to travel and commute. I may have to go into the office more than I'm going now because right now I can work from home three days a week, put that in the comfort zone, right? Discomfort, I may have to go into work more often. Name it all, whatever it is, the business, the job, the relationship, having those difficult conversations. I may have to like deal with people messing with me, texting me when I'm at work and I'm not used to it. That's the discomfort, right? I may like have to deal with making awkward phone calls. That's part of the discomfort, right? Name it. That's step one. The next thing, once you have that all written down, just let your brain go to town, like vomit all on this one thing that has been the thing, vomit inside the circle and outside the circle. Now, next step I want you to do is I want you not to just stop with writing it, This is our time to get deeper. I want you to shine a flashlight on this. I really want you to take your flashlight and shine a flashlight on every last one of those discomfort. Every one of them. I want you to get clarity. What is it about the discomfort specifically that you're afraid of? Is it the social situations? bring clarity to it. Like, what is it that I'm worried about? I'm going to have to leave the office more. Why is that a problem? Ask yourself why, as opposed to just letting your brain say boo to everything. And you're like, yeah, boo. What is it exactly that you're afraid of? What is it exactly that you think is going to happen? I don't want to have the awkward conversation. Why not? What do you think is going to happen? At the bottom line, it's I'm going to feel awkward. Bring clarity to what it is that you're really not embracing. Like, oh, this is what I'm worried about. I want you to paint the picture for yourself. Gain clarity. Because we can't work up the courage to do anything if we don't know what it is, right? Now, I want you to get cozy. I want you to stay here. Take your time. Now that you have the clarity, now that you've seen like, oh, this is what I'm worried about. Now I want you to get cozy with it. I want you to get acquainted with the discomfort on there with that. Take time. We're not going to rush this situation. I want you to understand yourself. Like, why is this important to me? Why is this difficult for me? What would I make it mean? Not Once you get clarity, go from clarity to cozy. Get cozy with it. Understand yourself, not to beat yourself up, but to really understand what am I making this mean? Why is this a big thing? Where did this come from? Remember my one, who taught me this? Do I want to stay there? What am I feeling? Is there a sense of panic? What am I making it mean? Why is there panic? Why am I so afraid of rejection? What would I make it mean? I don't even know these people. Like really start asking yourself all of these why questions. 
to simply get cozy and understand yourself. The next step, I want you to see failure as your mentor, meaning, why am I worried about this? Okay, so if I get rejected, see failure as your mentor, like, oh, failure is going to be my roadmap to success. If I experience whatever it is on the discomfort, whatever it is that I got cozy with underneath it, if I'm willing to experience it, what would that mentorship of experiencing that teach me? What are the lessons basically in this? What will I learn? What would my willingness to experience this discomfort teach me? What is the mentorship of this? Okay. Next step, I want you to then not try to go out and do big things. Okay, so it's my willingness to learn the mentorship. What am I going to learn from this? And then those things that you decide that, yes, I want to take risk with this. Instead of taking these big, long hops, what are the little steps outside of it that you can do? What are the little steps that you can do in order to succeed? Don't overwhelm yourself or your nervous system at this point. Partner with your nervous system, understanding and validating those things that you got cozy with, being willing to let failure mentor you, and then take little steps. Can you start speaking with smaller groups as opposed to doing a Zoom call with 30 people? Can you start with three, right? How can you strategically take small steps instead of being all or nothing, jump into the 15 foot of water or don't get into the pool at all? How can I start with the beach, like the beach entrance into the pool? How can I start smallly with little steps? Next thing, this is very important because the people that we hang around with influences us, right? And the nervous systems of the other people that we hang around with, our nervous systems calibrate to that. So I talk about nervous systems a lot and Deeply Rooted. I give the science behind Mm -hmm. all of this how this is rewiring and everything. But get yourself a risk crew. Surround yourself with other women who look like you who are taking risk because their nervous system is going to be completely different than a crew of people who don't take risk at all, who are staying in their comfort zone. And when you start talking about the shit that you want to do, their nervous system is going to react And your nervous system is going to feel that reaction, right? And that may not be something that serves you. I want you to build up the resilience to be able to feel that reaction and be okay. So you need a place where you have a risk crew. You got an RC, right? Like you have a risk crew, a crew that is doing the same thing, if not more. And their nervous system, even though it still reacts to the discomfort zone, it reacts in a completely different way. And there is a place where you can calibrate to, 
yes, it is safe to take risk as opposed to your crew that's like, you spent that much money on that investment? What the hell? Like when you tell your crew some things like I paid for a coach and it cost this much and they're like, what the hell? And then your nervous system is like, what the hell? And then you're like, is something wrong with me? No, you just need a risk crew. Spend time with people who push you out of your comfort zone because they are spending time out of their comfort zone. Intentionally seek out risk takers to the point that is safe for you, right? Not like base jumping risk takers, unless you like base jumping, right? You may get to a point where base jumping is not risky to you, but get you a crew of people who are doing things similar risk taking. Therefore, your nervous system can equilibrate to people who are taking risks too, and then hang with them emulate their behavior and slowly but surely you will be influenced by their behavior and their behavior will be influenced by you and you will start seeing risk as not as risky, right? Okay, next step is no more sugarcoating. Like literally tell yourself the truth. If you are making excuses, tell yourself that you're making an excuse. If you don't want to do something because you're tired, tell yourself the truth. You're tired because you mismanage your energy, right? Or you're tired and you're using that as a stop and it doesn't have to be. Tired doesn't have to mean red light. It could mean yellow light. And I may just need to think about, do I want to push myself more or do I want to stop? But tell yourself the truth of what's going on. I don't want to make this phone call because I don't want to feel this particular discomfort. Tell yourself the truth, not like, and then listen to it. No more sugarcoating to yourself. If you're going to get out your comfort zone, you have to be very frank with yourself and understand that you can take that tough talk from you. No more sugarcoating. Tell yourself the truth. Be on to yourself. All right, next step, identify the bennies. What are the benefits? Like, what's the benefit of stepping outside the truth? Because we concentrate expands, right? Yes, we can concentrate on the things that could happen, but pay equal attention to what the possibilities are too, right? How can it benefit you personally? But not just you personally, expand that. Because sometimes when we're thinking about things, it's like, oh, it's just for me, then we can talk ourselves out of it. But how is it going to expand? And when you expand it, how is you getting out your comfort zone and doing that thing going to affect your kids, going to affect your significant other, going to positively affect your family, your community, your friends, your church? Your job, how is you expanding your comfort zone going to help your job? The bottom line, how much money they make, your boss, like everything. See the ripple effect of it. Spend time making this very clear to you that this isn't just about you, but this is about others and your examples to others and how others would benefit from that. Now, here's another tip. 
I don't know how many tips I on. I'm just talking, but like, here is another tip. Love yourself enough to laugh, queen. Love yourself enough to laugh. We don't have to take this so seriously, right? Like when we make a mistake or a mishap or you got off the phone and that was very awkward. And like you said some shit and you're like, oh, what? And you mispronounce words and everything. Laugh at yourself. Make the process less tenuous for you. It's okay to make a mistake. Laugh it off. Okay. Who cares? Can you roll with it for yourself? Laugh. Make yourself comfortable enough that you're going to love yourself enough to be able to laugh when shit goes awry. Okay. Also, gamify it. What we focus on expands. So not only do we want to laugh at it, but we want to make it playful. How can you gamify you getting out of the comfort zone, right? Like I'm going to give myself two points every time I do this thing. Like how can you retrain yourself to get out of the comfort zone? Making it fun. How can this be fun? Even in the discomfort, how can it be fun? It's like, oh, I'm learning something different. I'm challenging myself. Like, how is it that you celebrate yourself along the way, right? You're seeing your consistent improvement. You're seeing your ability not to deconstruct you, beat yourself up. You're creating a zone of comfort that is expanding. See it, watch it, gamify it. Discomfort won't kill you, but comfort can be the end to your dreams. All right. I gave you a lot here, but I also want to give you some practical tips. I'm going to leave you with this. Here's some practical tips to get yourself out the comfort zone, because I want this to be a way of being. So if you influence this and trickle this into your life all the time, right, then it's just something you get used to it. So these are going to be some fun things that you can do to expand this. Okay. Because when we leave ourselves unchecked, we're going into our default as comfort. So I want you to like literally put yourself in discomfort on a regular, meaning try brushing your teeth with the opposite hand. Just intentionally do this. Do different things. I want you to explore new challenging ways, new ideas, new ways of being. Start going home a different way. Matter of fact, challenge yourself. Every time you go to the store, go home, find three or four different ways. It doesn't matter the time. Like that time is longer. It doesn't make any sense. Go different ways. Change the side of the bed that you sleep on. Yeah, literally. Every once in a while, just change the side of the bed that you sleep on. Change the sink that you go to. If there's a double sink, change the sink that you sleep on. Change your favorite whatever. Go get new nightwear, new underwear. Change up your hair change up your style. Like for me, one of the biggest things I've done is embrace my lock journey because for 25 years, I wore my hair short, cropped, 
to my scalp, right? I went to the barbershop every three weeks. So for me, getting out my comfort zone, I wanted to create a new version of me. So I had to do something radical for myself, which was, it wasn't cutting my hair off. It was just the opposite. It was growing it. And it wasn't just growing it, but it was the lock journey. Talking about getting out your comfort zone. Those that starter lock phrase where it's all frizzy and you got one lock that's sitting straight up and doing it like it embracing the discomfort. Do something that challenges you to embrace the discomfort. Take a five second, 10 second cold shower and increase that eventually all the time. Strike up conversations with new people when you go places. Not the same people. Intentionally engage with new people at work. Someone you ain't never talked to. Engage in new places. Go to different restaurants. Try different things. Try different ideas, events. Don't be afraid to ask questions and start observing the world around you. Here's the deal about our comfort zones. We think we tend to know exactly what's going on in our comfort zones. It's very predictable. We think that's why it's so comfortable. But predictability of everything makes us feel safe, but actually it isn't. I want you to shake up your discomfort intentionally. Get new dishes, get new pots, try new recipes. How can you intentionally infuse discomfort Make things change. Redecorate your bedroom. Get new comforter set. Do things that are going to shake up the way you think about this year. Okay? I want you to find the sweet spot of productive discomfort. Remember, small little things. So doing these small little things over time and then doing those steps that I gave you, writing that sheet of paper and taking it. Now, if you want to take this deeper, come to Less Stress in 90 Days or Less webinar that we're going to do. You can register at brickjohnson.com forward slash masterclass. And in that, we will talk about how you do this process and we'll coach on anything that comes up. I'll explain everything and then we'll go to work. It will be a working workshop lesson. And of course, if you're late to this and that has already happened, our monthly melanin hour is the place to bring this in where we practice this. And so I hope this helped you to understand like, embracing the discomfort zone. And the only way we will embrace it if it is no longer something that we fear. And creating that is intentional through some of the things that I talked about. And as far as how you can bring it into your life with as simple as like creating discomfort in like how you go to work, change, making things change, right? Just changing things. And then going through that process of naming it, clarifying it, getting cozy with it, letting failure mentor you, doing little steps, creating a risk crew and no more sugarcoating it to yourself. Identify the bennies for yourself and love yourself enough to laugh, gamify it, and then finally gamifying it. Okay. 
I hope this helped because the comfort zone is where our dreams go to die. So find the mix of productive discomfort, and that's going to be different for everybody. But what we do, we can expand that for ourselves. I hope this helped you guys. Thank you for listening, and I will see you next week. Bye. Did you enjoy this podcast where I have a personal invitation? I want to spend time with you, coach you, talk about the issues that are affecting you. We do this in a community we call the Melanin Hour, created just for us high-achieving Black women. You can register at brickjohnson.com forward slash coaching. And don't forget, Deeply Rooted is where we put all this shit together. We immerse ourselves and we master this. Six months, you, me, and a bunch of women that look like you and got a little melanin in them. <laughs> That's Deeply Rooted. You can register for the wait list at brickjohnson.com forward slash group. Hope to see you there. Bye.